It is time once again to get powered up with untapped potential with Dr. Simone right here on TDN Radio. So welcome back to the program. As you know, this is our time, the day and the time that we get together every week to get powered up and energized for the week ahead and to remind ourselves of the important life goals that we have set out for ourselves. So this is our accountability tracker. It is where we come to say, hmm, you remember that goal that you set out for yourself many years ago? How am I doing with that goal? How can I be more consistent with working towards that goal? So that is what we are here to do every Tuesday right here on TDN Radio with Untapped Potential. We remind ourselves of those goals and we try to make a plan and execute that plan for being more consistent with that goal. So as we talked about last week, uh, we had the first part of the program that we did on carnival and culture for sale. So, you know, one of our goals for our people at home in Dominica is how can people earn income streams year-round. So that was what the program on Carnival for Sale was. How do we take the energy and enthusiasm we saw during Carnival time and extend it beyond Carnival so that our people in Dominica can continue to generate revenues from culture, from festivities, from festivals in Dominica on a year-round basis. So I'm I'm going to bring you the rest of that interview today. And of course, we have a great song for you. Our song today is going to be from Buju Banton, a track entitled Buried Alive, because I'm sure many of us are still feeling quite overwhelmed with everything that is going on. As a matter of fact, this morning, I was thinking to myself, you know what? I probably should watch less news. <laughs> Because it seems like it is always just one tragedy uh, upon another tragedy and another tragedy. And that just has many of us feeling anxious. So I think one of my goals this year is going to be to consume less news and just focus on finding peace and tranquility in the world. So we always like to start the program off on a note of gratitude. What are you grateful for today? What are you grateful for in this season of your life? I'm always grateful for the weather. And it seems that we're experiencing an early spring. Maybe it's global warming. I don't know. But it looks like we're already into spring, this being the first week of March. Uh, As a matter of fact, even at the end of February, we saw temperatures as high as 80 degrees. So certainly a point of concern. But again, this is untapped potential for today, Tuesday, March 7th. So let us get the program off and running with our song from Bujibantan, Buried Alive, and then stay tuned for the second portion of the program that we did on Carnival and Culture for Sale, and then stay tuned for after the interview as we talk about our tip of the week and so much more. So stay tuned. I was buried alive, but I'm still breathing. 
class with time After living a life of dreams How many give up, many give in It's my determination to win I survive the worst of times I survive yeah. I was buried alive But I'm still breathing I don't know what tomorrow may bring But I got a feeling Oh, I know I am alive There must be a reason processing around the areas of culture and fashion and design and in so many other areas. Uh, Kenti, let me come to you. Is Kenti with us? Kenti, let me come to you. What do we do to sustain our musicians on a year-round basis? Well, the musicians in Dominica is still very much struggling as it relates to um, getting our material global. Um, the industry is struggling tremendously. However, I think we can set up organizations here in Dominica where we can host our own, you know, I mean, recently I've seen that we had an award and, you know, and awarded, the, awarded um, some bands and some artists. But I think that we should need a little more um, consistent um, because a lot of the artists, myself included, have been frustrated to the point where we almost don't want to do it anymore because it's not as lucrative as we know it can be. And um, I'm not going to sit here and make it sound like, you know, it's all bad. It's not all bad because we can put out material. But if you're not making a, a revenue from the material that you're putting out, then it basically is like you have to resort to other things that would take the time off from your creative genius mm -hmm. and, and that in itself you know takes away from the quality of the material that you will produce if you understand what i'm saying mm -hmm. um i definitely think it starts from the top all the way to the top um invest in the right things listen to musicians because we we know some of the things that we would love to see happen and you know i think they should have like some type of um meeting with some of the musicians in different um constituencies listen to us listen to what we need and listen to the things that we need to make be made available to us so that we can promote you know our our you know the talents um Big shout out goes out to, I mean, the artists that have been doing very well, the bands that have been doing well so far, but there are still a whole bunch of artists that are not being heard. Um, where, like I said, it, there could be a whole variety of different reasons why, um, but there's a lot of artists that are just like underrated artists in America that needs to go out there, you know, and needs to be out there. And, and I think we have so much potential you know like the, the young lady carla was saying you know we have so much potential 
um in Dominica. But then you know we just need to find a way how we can tap into that potential to make it global. And if we can only make it global, then it will be lucrative enough so that we can make a, a living of that. Because the majority of musicians in Dominica cannot make a, a living of just music. And I'm not saying all of us, I'm just saying majority of us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think it starts from the top. There should be certain things that is that's put in place so that the musicians can indeed make a living of our craft. Yeah, um, yeah. And it also, it also speaks to, you know, we see organizations like AM, the Association of Music Producers in Dominica, but we see these organizations form and then crickets, we hear nothing from them, right? So even if things are not going the way we would like them to do, we know with every organization, there's going to be frustrations. There's going, they're gonna be, be roadblocks, but come to us, the public, and say, hey, this is what our challenges are right now, but we want you to know that we are still in existence and we're still pushing for our musicians to have opportunities, but here are the challenges that we are facing right now. And I think that gives us a better sense that we know Indeed. that you know these organizations are there because now most people probably don't even remember about AMP. I mean, I remember most them because people. I interviewed them. <laughs> right, but another thing, Simone, another thing that we need to put aside in Dominica as a nation as well. We need to stop politicizing things because if you politicize, that is the one of the biggest problems in Dominica, politicizing every single thing. And you have artists who will not get airplay on particular radio stations because they politicize, because of the politics involved. And that has nothing to do with anything. You know, it's just, you have a craft and you want your craft is like, you know, anybody else with any type of talent, you know, you, you have a talent and you want to, your talent to go out there and it, it, will, it will be stifled because of politics. And that is a big issue that we need to address mm -hmm. in the country, you know, that, that we need to put, unless we don't put that aside and we have to decide, and you know, you, you acknowledge people because of their actual gifts and not because of the political, you know, affiliation or whatever it is, I think we can go a lot farther if we politicizing things. And I think Lambie would agree with me. <laughs> yes, and I agree with you as well. I think we all agree with you because, you know, we saw it even this carnival where, you know, the prime minister was pretty much trying to tell Calypsonians what they should and shouldn't sing. So that becomes a problem when our politicians are trying to get in, in the way of what our musicians should perform. You know, so that is certainly not helping. But Audrey, let me come to you. And then Carla, I want to come back and talk about those sustainable costumes because I think if we do not get one idea off the ground, I think that is one that we can all work towards to create that authentic Dominica experience and include our culture, include various aspects of our culture, but make it beautiful and appealing. So that is the challenge. So how do we do that? So Carla, I'm going to come to you for that one. But Audrey, let me come to you as you tell us more about how you are passing along our culture year-round and, you know, the challenges that you face uh, with the Dominica Orlando movement in Florida. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, most of us, I mean, we all know that um, when we look at the diaspora all together, like a large percentage of Dominicans in the past, what, 40 something, 50 something years migrated from Dominica. So when we migrated, we went with the talent. Mm -hmm. For example, we have Lauren over here. We have Carla, you know, we have you, Simon, we have Audrey. I mean, we all left Dominica, but we left to the talent. And when that happened, we took, that's resources that left Dominica. Okay, so now we are all in the diaspora and we're in different areas, different countries, different. I mean, I go, I, I visit some states and I, I am like, you no, know, my son was driving in Chicago and the car he had, he was driving had like the Dominica flag. And then he, he said, This lady continued following him. So he was like, Why is it not the lady? But he said, Why is this person following me? 
And then he was like, okay, that looks funny. So he just drove into a, a gas station to see. And the lady drove up and she was like, you from Dominica? You know? So he was like, no, my mom, my mom sent that car to me, but I had the Dominica flag on it, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's just telling you like how much like Dominicans, I mean, my son is part of me, so he's technically Dominican. And how much we have migrated, however, in the diaspora, it is so difficult to get together. And it's different, it's the, the challenge is like, we have that where we, we used to do it back in the village. It's easier to form a group and sustain that group when we're in our village because everybody goes to church, they announce it after the service that they have a meeting and everybody come to the meeting. When you're in the diaspora, the, the dynamics is different. People work different hours. The holidays are different. If I have a vacation, if I have a holiday, doesn't mean Simone has the same holiday. So it's difficult to get everybody to come to a meeting. So what we what we do, I'm, I'm so proud to say that um, the Dominico Lando movement was actually one of the only one of the, the diaspora group that actually kept it together during COVID. A lot of the diaspora group, I infiltrated some of the groups, like for St. Vincent group, kept it together, but like the Antigua group and the St. Kids group, they fell apart during COVID because it was difficult keeping everyone together. So what, we, what we've been working on is to try to put our name out there with the other countries. And we've been meeting with other countries and fortunately enough, Last year, 2022, was one of the first year I've seen on our events that we have that um, we had so many people supporting us from other countries, from Trinidad and Jamaica. Um, what we are working towards, our goal, which we started from the beginning, it was to get Dominica, not just get our name out there, but to keep our name out there. And we 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 um campaign about it day in day out. So what we can do in the diaspora is actually to be so good, and we're going to be working on that is to get all the diaspora's leaders together. Mm -hmm. If we can get together as one and communicate and build something in the diaspora, we will try to we will start utilizing the the um resources. Mm -hmm. Just for example, I mean Lauren is in, is right here. And when, when um, kind of independence time comes around, I have at least 10 people asking me if I know anyone that can sew quail dresses. There you have if it. I know where they can get a quail dress, they want to dress up, they want to, I mean, that's, that's true. I had to, it's, it's crazy. And, and Audrey, if I can just jump in real quick and mind you, Lorraine gifted me a Creole outfit for 2021. And again, I want to thank her for that. So imagine I live in the Atlanta area. Lorraine lives in Canada. Yeah. I took my measurements and she pro produced the most elegant Creole costume that I've still, I still wore up to this year. I'm still wearing it. Yeah. So the collaboration is- the Collaboration, because so we need to do that because I'm, my goal and our group on a whole is to get, I mean, we work closely with um, um, Doreen Schilling for because yes. she's in Tampa. And then I work, we, we work with, I work with some other, um, from other, other countries, other mm -hmm. islands. But the goal is to get all the aspirant leaders together and then we can get the um, names of resources. Mm -hmm. Who is the best person to, how many seamstresses we have when we need to, when we, when we need outfits for Dominica. And once we can get that together in the diaspora, regardless of what country you're in, then we can take that and start building on and showcasing Dominica. Mm -hmm. So when carnival time comes, the diasporas will create the bands up here. We will have our own band. If it's the Orlando group, it will be a parade. Because I'll be honest with you, I know I had, a, I had an appointment in the afternoon, but at one time I was watching the, the parade and the, the street was empty. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how many bands they had on, but it was empty and that it was not so back in the days. Like parade was going on, you know, the, 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 the bands was going on. Mm -hmm. So if we can get more of the diaspora forming like the parades and come down, it will bring back Dominica together. Mm -hmm. Now, 
Do I want to showcase Dominica? Of course I want to showcase Dominica. Do I do that every day? Of course. I speak to clients every day. I deal with clients every day. And when they say, well, where's your accent from? I say, Dominique. They say, oh, you're not Jamaica. I say, no. So I'm from Dominique. <laughs> and then the next thing, I'll, okay, I will guide them to go to YouTube. I'll ask them to go to David's Vineyard. They will see some of the food he eat. You know those things? I'll say, go to YouTube. However, we were just having a conversation. We just spoke about the songs. I really do not. We go right back to what Carla just said and what we all re-emphasize about. Do you want to go on YouTube and let somebody listen to that song? No. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. At the end of it all, we have to start from the top. If we don't start from the top and we don't put censorship in place, it's going to go back to social media. And when it's on social media, everybody sees social media. Mm -hmm. So we have to stop it somewhere before it gets out there because we are working hard. We are working very hard out here. I know my group, Dom, Dom is working. I mean, we have um, we keep the we keep the culture alive in Orlando. Mm -hmm. we, we, we do everything. We do our fish fry, we do our dominoes, we do our fry, we do our bakes and fish, we do all of that stuff. And then we do quail in the park, which is like which is independence in the park, which is like quail in the park. We had the biggest support last year. Mm -hmm. So we try our best to keep it alive. But we want to be able to advertise it. So when someone can, when we could send someone online to look for Dominica, it is something positive because it's trickle down. It's a domino effect. We have to work to, from the top to get down. Yeah, and, and you know, Anshu, that is a brilliant idea because we have so many passionate Dominica associations that I've connected with and coming together, bringing them together is a great way because we keep starting from scratch over and over again. But if we have resources that we can share, that makes it so much more uh, uh, productive to do what we're trying to do for Dominica. So again, I want to congratulate you for what you're doing because you know not every Dominica association makes it. The one in Atlanta is no longer in existence, and I would love to see it come back to life and you know be able to 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 showcase who we are and what we do uh, here in Atlanta. But unfortunately, it is not in existence anymore. So I just want to thank you for the work that you're doing. And I want you to continue with that effort. And I want to be a part of that collaboration. So in any yes. way, if we can pull the resources together, I think that is a fantastic idea. So thank you again for sharing on that. Um, and you know what, Simone? Yes. With in one thing that we kept solid on from the beginning we are not politically affiliated. That's yep. the number one thing. I think that's one of the things that kept us like, we don't, this politics is like, not yes. that's It one kills of the everything. It kills political lines, kills everything. Uh, color, let's come to you, Sustainable Carnival. So if you're just joining us, if you join us late, we are dissecting our culture. We're dissecting our carnival and we're trying to figure out what can we market and sell to the rest of the world to ensure financial opportunities on a year-round basis, not only at Carnival, not only at the festivals, not only at the different village fests, but what can we create marketable products that we can sell on a yearly basis to sustain our carnival, because I have to tell you, when I think of my thoughts of Carnival 2023, and Carla, I'm coming to you, the first thing that comes to mind is the conversations we were having during COVID, where we were talking about, you know, the cancellations of Carnival does not only impact the musician, the performers, uh, you know, those involved in the festival, but it impacts the hairdressers, the boutique owners, the restaurants, the taxi operators. It impacts everyone. So when I see the magnitude of our 2023 carnival, I think of the opportunities to earn a living by all these various parts of our uh, society, right? And I think back to 2021, where we had the virtual carnival, we had sponsors such as Q95 FM radio come on board and create sponsorships to employ our DJs virtually. And now I'm looking at Facebook and I'm seeing DJ Slim posting a, a message that he is so overwhelmed with opportunities that folks are sending him messages to say, stay hydrated and get some rest. 
So to me, that is very exciting because it says to me that we have now created economic opportunities for so many different sectors of our society. But the question we're asking tonight is how do we sustain this beyond the Carnival 2023 season? So Carla, let me come over to you for your thoughts. Wow, wow, wow. Well, okay. So there's lots to be said here. And I want to make some points on um on Kenty's comment as well, which I think is what I want to open up my comments with. And he talked about the as artist, and he's 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 um musician, and he's talking about staying in his creative zone, but you can't do that because you're distracted with how you're gonna make money. Because you have to then leave your creative, you know, your 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 it's really a zone that you get into, and you have to go and get a job to make money. And therein, I think, is the problem for us or the issue. I don't like to use the word problem, it's the issue. In that we have to look at creative, the creative services, or what we call creative industries. It's actually called the orange economy. They have the blue economy, they have the green economy, you know about those things, but very little is really. Um, very little attention I feel in Dominic is given to the orange economy. And that is the economy of ideas and intellectual property, thoughts, services that come from the creativity of a country or of a, of a community. And so if we can treat it exactly like part of the economy, whether it's the agricultural economy, the tourism economy, we look at the creative economy and the orange economy and give it its due. So give it funding there's no funding for artists grants in dominica that would give artists to write a project which then maybe the artist would have to work with an, an organization or a, or a partner or a coach like i would <laughs> and work with that person to say okay let's see what you really want to do how many hours you need what kind of funding you need to support you while you put your energies directly into that where can we get this funding? Now, when he gets this funding, for instance, let's look at uh, a band. When they actually create their designs and they have to make those designs, it then feeds money into all of the other communities and all the other sectors of those industries. So it's not like you're just giving that person money, but you're giving that person money so that you can help him to sustain so many other people getting money. So a lot of people just think, oh, you're just giving that fellow money. But you don't realize the repercussions around it, you know? So we can look at really giving the, the um, acknowledging the value of the orange economy. And that's what really my small company, Betty Bet Inc. in Dominica is all about. It's the heritage, the experiences. It's the looking at regenerative tourism based on the creative um, contribution into the experiences of whatever people buy here, whether it's, as I said before, local tourists or uh, international tourists, okay? So let's let's take that a little bit deeper. And let me just open up some notes I was writing here while um, while you were talking, okay? I talked about the grants. I talked about the recognition for the orange economy. And then maybe I can post a little bit more about that later, okay? Let us look, for instance, at the... Calypso show and the Queen show. And I, it's remiss of me if I didn't say congratulations to all of the competitors. Because yes, congratulations to the winners, the monarch and the queen, our newest Dominica 2023 at the Suburban. Congratulations to all of the competitors because those shows were tight. Mm -hmm. Those guys and ladies came out with really their A game. You could see their teams worked, they gave good presentations. But I have to again wake up the elephant in the room mm -hmm. and feel that the, the, the venue, the, 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 the presentation, the delivery of these shows was lacking. If we consider that our Queen show and our Calypso shows is probably our highest theatrical presentations that we have in the island, why isn't it that they are delivered in spaces where people are not getting wet in the rain? Or in spaces where it's, even if you're in a stand, you can see over the umbrellas. Maybe the stage should be higher, lit up better. Why can't we just do the same thing as work with a music festival? And look at the presentations that these people are giving 
at such, with such reverence that the aspiration of other creatives is, is lifted up. And then everybody's expectations is lifted up. And so when people want to get involved into those things and the, the industries that support these shows, we're like, wait a minute now, that is high level stuff I'm being involved in, you know? So I think that, would, that delivery of our experiences needs to go a notch, okay? Kudos to the organizers because you could see that the show was at a real high level. I felt that the culture was really a good delivery, but it's the venue. For me, it was lacking. And I'm sure a lot of you that were standing in the rain and getting gripped on on the backs by other people's umbrellas can see the same thing. People in the stands, you can't see the stage because the umbrellas go above the stage. So things like that, I think the repercussions that, that, that the repercussions of just these elements raising the game are far more widespread than we can think just off the cuff. You know, we have to think deeply. If we did that, if we raised that level and we raised that level, wow, what would we have? What is the legacy of that showman for the next year? People around the world would see things on that level. So that's one thing I want to see. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about the sustainable um, year round, but also I'm going to come into the costumes as well as the combination of my films. And I wanted to say something about my experience with the people from Good Hope. Wonderful small group of people that came at the Black Devils. You can look at them, they're online at the Dominica Festivals. They recovered a little bit of them. And just the whole experience was so incredible. So, first of all, what they put on their bodies, what we put on our bodies, my skin is still feeling beautiful for it. <laughs> Very finely ground coal and then they charcoal and then they put brown sugar in there. We went on the on the river bank, the Roseau River, behind Alias Passes there, put some water in that in some pots, and then each of us were already dressed in our black clothing, but started to apply it to each other so that we could cover ourselves without any part of ourselves showing. And just that whole sensation of having somebody touch your body and massage this like a, like a scrub into your body, into every crevice, all inside my ears of pillow was People like to I've never met before. But the camaraderie, the sensation, the, 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 what you felt in that experience was something I had never experienced before, you know? Then we went out there and you're being mischievous. You're putting on a whole different persona. And then when you come out of this, this performance on stage, on, 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 on the road, because the road is our stage, you have to take it off, right? So I went back to the river and I'm sitting in the liquor basset and there and my rocks are in the river wash of me and I'm washing myself. And then, you know, I'm going to give you just a little bit of what I experienced. I was lying in the river there. I was the first person to get there. And across from the bridge, I could see one the time them crossed the bridge. And it was these creatures, these black creatures with their wigs and their things, you know, the accoutrements of this performance coming across the bridge. And then one at a time, they would emerge from the bushes on the riverbank and then start to strip off their clothes. Mm -hmm. And at the riverbank, start to wash themselves. And at one point, one of these, you know, the guys, they would jump in and swim across. The little boys, they were a couple of little boys. And again, that goes, I want to talk about this, the next generation coming into that um, experience. And then this woman, she stripped off her clothes. And then when she stripped off her bra, you could see her bare, unblackened breasts against her black skin. And when she washed her face and you saw it just stripped off, it was just theater. Mm -hmm. I just said to them, you know, afterwards, when everybody looked human again, <laughs> and we realized that we were just humans, and it was almost like a primate thing, and we were touching each other. Oh my God, you're so handsome. You're so, because you came up from being a little devil to a real man, a real woman. It was so beautiful, you know. And I want to go to Good Hope. I want to see how can we create an experience for tourists mm -hmm. in the day or two or three in the community of Guru, with community tourism, 
What do you experience with them? You teach them about how you grind the skull. This whole is a body scrub. It's a healthy thing. What do you eat when you have these community gatherings? When you're talking about this? When you're drumming? Can you teach people what you drum? What about blowing these horns? What about, um, you know, dressing up? Where does this come from? This is a that you can then have these people experiencing things year-round with a community that may not have... That is, that is authentic Dominican. Exactly. And then that is hyping up all through the year. And imagine now, instead of having a dozen or 20 people in a band, you have 500 black devils, mischievous, menacing, coming on the roads with their drummers and their horns and they're coming up. Can you imagine that legacy? Where else can you find this? But in Dominica, hello, people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't see that kid. You know, yes. potential. And that's just one example of something that could become out of the orange economy. Yeah, Let's and that is, that is beautiful. Oh, that is beautiful, Carla. So go ahead. We have to, we, we're running out of time, but go I ahead, Carla. I want to hear more. Costumes. <laughs> when you look at what the people weave is scrupine, the lauma, look at Odysseus costume. Look in detail at her costume. It was made with woven fibers from the Kalinago territory, right? You can look at her headdress when she took her photography. Beautiful. Why can't these things be made? And we know we've seen it with, with um, Nadira was before. We've seen it with Francilia before. We've seen other um, attributes of costumes with the Lama, with Scrupine. Why can't we take the Scrupine and, and make the leaves? Why can't we take the, the fawns of the palm and take the, 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 um, the spines? and find ways to, to mold them, to make these costumes. Why can't we use the dyes, the turmeric, the different dyes in our, in our nature? Why can't we grind the, the, the stones and make these silvers and all these colors? I mean, you can go online and you see Carol Sorrento. She's, she's experimenting with all of these. And she's, she's a Dominican artist. She's lived in England many years. She's doing beautiful, creative stuff with her art. She was just in, in, in Trafalgar Square with all these globes. You can go and look her up as one of these artists representing a Dominican woman. Yeah, and I, to yes, I, I know Carol, yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is limitless what we can do here. But but you, know, but you know, but you know, Carla, it begs the question: How do we move forward on this? It begs the question because those are brilliant ideas that we've all shared this evening. But what is the stumbling block? How do we move forward on this? I think where I start, I started with the with the funding. So if we don't have the patronage, we don't have the sponsorship, we don't have the funding. There is money internationally available. But you don't have a mechanism where, because each entrepreneur has to go and do it themselves. You talked about Belle Noir. You talked about, you, people in America are so talented, so skilled, you know. I mean, I used to have people sewing for me, stitches, stitching for me when I had my caravana line. I had clothing lines twice a year, I'd come out with lines and fashion shows. I had local people making even shoes, bags, clothes, yes, local um, companies. It can be done again. But what it is, is that we need to have a mechanism where we can have an organization that just works with the creatives within the orange economy to see how we can sit down and source and tap into international funding and bring that here. Whether we have to partner with Creed, partner with our cultural um, um, division, partner with international organizations, whether it's UNESCO, international funding and get money into the country get those grants written up get those um proposals written up the grant proposals written up get the business plans written up for creatives because a lot of creatives don't have business plans because it's something that comes natural to us mm -hmm. and this is what we can sell to the to, to the outside world it's what listen to me i did my master's degree in 2008 and i was already talking about it because that's what i grew up in my parents were selling experiences since the 70s, bringing people to Kalnago territory, bringing the people up to, 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 to um, Tetmon to see them weaving, bringing them, you know, Tropicrafts used to be weaving. Tourists used to go and visit that. No tourists are what are they doing? Buying trinkets made in China and on the front. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. 
Yes, thank you. Some brilliant ideas. So, guys, I know you yeah. want to chime in. Can you go ahead? Let me interject a little bit, just because I I I am so like bubbled up by the way you know passion. Oh yeah. That Carla is is you know is is speaking about those things, and I can I can only working in tourism industry for for such a long period of time. I know those are the things that the tourists wants to see. It's like you know imagine imagine we have a a cruise ship terminal that can harbor about five or six cruise ships and then you have those black devil's things and those masks and things and we create a, an industry in Dominica where we provide people with that type of entertainment mm -hmm. and it becomes a lifestyle and it becomes work you know like you don't have to I don't have to leave my nine to five and be thinking like boy I need to get get out of work so that I can go and put my paint on me. You know, I know that the cruise ship is coming and I have a schedule and that is what I'm going to be doing for work. And my work is to is to it's show my to the tourists that is coming to my country. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and I think if there is that financial structure, like Carla was saying, there is... It is limitless to what we can do with with just what we did Monday and Tuesday. Mm -hmm. It's limitless. Like the, the the amount of things that can come out of that economically, you know, people can start. We can start traveling, you know, and and showing different parts of the of the Caribbean, different parts of the world, our culture. Yes. But what we have to do first is we have. So well, before people steal it and do it better than us, because this yep. is what Dominicans are good at: giving away our intellectual property, giving away all our expertise, and then other people copy us and then making more money than us. We have to stop that nonsense. We have to establish that we are the ones that can do it the best, and don't copyright. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. Lorraine, your thoughts? We're getting ready to wind down, guys. The time went by too quickly. You're muted, Lorraine. You're muted. Lauren, you're muted. I don't think she's hearing us. Lauren, you're muted. You're muted. Yeah, what Kent spoke about, promoting the culture during the tourist season with the different types of, 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 of authentic costume. I find this is, um, this is a great idea, but we need the funding to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, and basically that is what we're doing up here in Toronto all during the year is showcasing our culture. Because mm -hmm. imagine having somewhere like the, the museum that's on the Bayfront, having a, a facility like that, where we have the display of the culture on a screen, right? So we have carnival shown on the, on, the, on the TV. And then you just have a little section to say, here, this is how we weave our costumes together. Here, you can be a part of it. You can experience it. We're giving you a taste of it. And then people say, wow, that was such an interesting experience. I'll come back for Carnival. So we create the opportunity on a year-round basis. We have those involved in the costume building readily available. So they are employed year-round. And they're showing the costumes. They're showing, you know, the artistry and giving the tourists. Because tourists come for an experience. When you think about it, I've, I used to be a flight attendant. I've been to all the islands. We all pretty much look the same right but the idea is how is my experience in dominica different from my experience especially in a place like saint lucia that is so similar to dominica right so rather than just go pick up another trinket uh, another doll you have the experience of saying you know when i went to dominica i actually got to participate in building a costume so that was my experience. And boy, I can't wait to go back to the carnival, go back to the festival to see that costume in its full glory, right? So I think that is what we have to think along the lines of. We have to think of along the lines of what is authentic? What do we need to continue to pass on? And what can we market and sell? So Audrey, let me come to you for your final thoughts. And then we have to take a couple more comments before we wind down. We, I mean, all I love, I mean, Carla had some great ideas, but overall, the vision 
it's we don't we we need we need funding for Dominica, a lot of funding for all of this project. But before we can get to the funding, the we need people that has more, that's more we need visionaries mm -hmm. to get to that creative path. If you don't have visionaries, if you don't have so, if you if you want a, if you want a different result, you have to change. Yeah. You cannot be doing the same thing and ex expect some changes. And as much as we need the funding and all of that is fine and dandy, but at the end of the day, the creativity is there. Dominicans are very creative to do what they have to do and they, we all have it in there. But whoever is going to give us the funding to get all of this um, together have to have the vision to see forward. I mean, if, if, if I, 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 I look at a BET thing one, time, one night, there was like four different small islands, like, as you say, St. Lucia was one of them, which was advertising their tourism in St. Lucia. BET is a huge African-American um, platform. And it's been going on for years with that, with that um, award ceremony. And we and the vision is not there to think outside the box. Like, can we just go ahead and put one of our tourism, beautiful waterfall flowing to advertise? You know, and that's where on my level, I look at the diasporas because I say, you know, as a diaspora, with what we need to get forward, because our voice can be heard out here, is collaboration. Yep. We have to learn to collaborate with each other and yes. use the resources that we have here so that we can we can help those back home to get that creativity in check. Because overall, I have to my I think if we have to wait on the funding from down there, mm -hmm. I don't see much of it happening because we cannot be expecting something different if nothing has changed. We really yeah. have to get the diasporas to join with those back home and then we can get it together because we have more people out than what's in, inside. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm happy we're talking about funding because, you know, like Carla said earlier, it begins with the end of Carnival 2023. We should already be planning for 2024. 2024. Trinidad spends exactly. the whole year planning yeah. for Carnival, 20, the next Carnival, because it's a complete industry. Right. And, and, you know, the word of the decade is merch, merchandise. How many Dominicans left Dominica and have absolutely no memorabilia of Carnival 2023? They don't have a T-shirt that says Masalawi. Right. Everybody should have some sort of memorabilia. Shopify, the different bands, the Calypso Association is always complaining about lack of funding. Change is the only constant. We have to move with the change. And what we're seeing emerging now is the sale of merchandise, right? So, so Mighty D just won road match. There should be a t-shirt. There should be something that I can go on a store, on a Shopify, an internet store right now and buy a t-shirt that says road match king, right? Who have have, who do have, do have. <laughs> You know, to me, we have to constantly keep looking. The entertainment industry is a billion-dollar industry. We have to look at what is Trinidad selling? How can we tweak what Trinidad is selling and sell it from Dominica instead? Merch, merch, merch. I would love to have a mug that says Adicia Burton, Kalinago Queen 2022, Kalinago um, Carnival Queen 2023 because she has two crowns. She's the Kalinago Queen of 2022 and she's the Carnival Queen of 2023. I would love to have a little t-shirt to give to my daughter with the princess, the Dominica princess. Where is the merchandise for sale? You know, last year we were all singing Coco for sale. We should be singing culture for sale and figure out every opportunity to package, market, and sell everything that is authentically Dominican. But guys, what a powerful conversation this evening. I want to thank Carla Amor, Lauren Del Sol, Audrey George, Kenty, Sejan for being a part of our conversation as we dissected carnival and culture and we talked about not only passing it on to the next generation 
but how can we create marketable products? We know that the authorities that be listen to Q95 day in, day out, night and day. So we hope that they will consider some of the ideas, but I have to read this message that Rasmo sent to me. And I also wanna thank Tad for his contribution. He talks about the importance of maybe changing the date when he called me. He said, think about it, Simone. The winter months are the worst months for travel. How many people, will, you know, we think of traveling from Miami, but those who are coming from further afield might get stuck in a snowstorm. What is the consideration for changing the date for Carnival? And he also mentioned the importance of what Carla talked about, the importance of providing grants to our young people so that they too can get into the action. So I want to thank everyone who sent me a message to say that they would like to make a contribution. And here is what Rasmo Moses um, sent. He says, interesting topic. Opportunities exist for marketing. Mas Alawi, without a translated subheading, misses the mark regarding our branding. Trinidad says, mother of all carnivals. So that is the brand for Trinidad, mother of all carnivals. And earned titled, regardless of Brazil. Dominican imitation of Brazil and Trinidadian costumes and creative ideas is self-defeating. An original Creole mass rooted in African and Kalinaga culture is a seller. Each of our original masquerade characters has a story to be told. Investment in our traditional Lapokabwe drumming with the large contingents of drummers, masqueraders, and dancers at home and abroad, emphasizing Creole and Kalinago stories, characters, and history. Creatives should be engaged continuously in an industry rather than a hobby. If one views the Trinidad and Tobago 2023 Calypso competition, one would see and hear a large percentage of patriotic songs expressing pride and love of country. This sells the country as a place to visit. We are losing such a level of commitment to promoting a sacred, blessed, and unique culture. Stepping up branding and marketing will help a lot. You are listening Rasmo. to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. just been listening to the end of the second portion of our program that we did on carnival and culture for sale. So as you can see, we have quite a ways to go with regards to preserving our authentic culture in Dominica and not just simply mimicking the um, carnivals of Trinidad and Brazil and other places, but how do we produce that authentic Dominican experience so that we have a unique product for sale? And then how do we extrapolate that so that we can continue to earn revenue throughout the, the year? So I think we came up with some great uh, ideas. You know, I always have an action plan when I do these programs because I want my programs to be more than just a talk shop. I want it to be actionable steps that we can take to move our people 
and our island and our region, uh, Dominica and the Caribbean, forward. So again, I hope you found value in the program. Uh, we will continue to have these programs. As a matter of fact, tomorrow, Wednesday, we will have a program on sports because I think we do not pay enough attention to sports in Dominica as an option for earning revenue. And many of our young people are interested in pursuing sports as a career. We see the likes of Alex Athanas and Leah Lafont and Fabian Flora who have excelled and have taken Dominica on the world stage in their various areas of sports and are now earning income from uh, being sportsmen and women. So how do we create a path? How do we create an action plan to ensure that there are others who can come along and not necessarily go through all the struggles when you speak to Fabian Flora? For example, I had him on an interview and he just talked about the insurmountable challenges that he faced growing up in Dominica to being able to excel to where he is today. So how do we make it more of a streamlined process for those who are interested in pursuing sports as a career? And of course, we know the other benefits of sports, the health benefits, the mental health and physical health benefits of sports. So that is going to be our discussion tomorrow evening. And of course, I will bring you a portion of that interview as well. So here we are, our tip of the week this week. I want us to look at five easy steps to accomplishing your spring goals. So yes, it is already spring. It's already March of 2023. So we have to get energized. The one thing I love about the spring, well, I, I really don't like all the pollen in the air. <laughs> you should see my car. But the one thing I do love about spring is you feel so much more energized because the sun is out, the weather is great. So it gives us an opportunity to spring back into life and to get energized for everything that we are trying to accomplish. So this particular article is from cityinnovations.com, cityinnovations.com, and the title is Five Easy Steps to Accomplish Your Spring Goals. So it begins by saying, spring is upon us, which means it's time to tackle those spring goals. It is the ultimate season of symbolism. Rains bring life and rebirth. Plants begin to bloom. Animals awaken from the cold slumber and everything else begins to renew. The word spring means to burst forth or to leap. I don't know about you, but I am certainly feeling a urge to leap now that the sun is shining after a long, cold and dark winter. So this is a great article that I would encourage you to take a look at. It talks about the importance of making a list of spring goals you want to accomplish. Uh, this The author says, I love lists, so do I. <laughs> it helps me to put down on paper what's floating around in my head. Uh, it could be grabbing that book you've always wanted to crack open or finally painting that room since you moved in two years ago. It also talked about scheduling your list. According to Huffington Post, 50% of items on a to-do list are completed that day, while a staggering 41% never, never gets completed. Don't just stick with the to-do list that may never get completed. Schedule your goals and items from your list. Prioritize your spring goals. Some of the best advice I've been given is a prioritizing system that really helps with productivity. So it talks about there are four categories, uh, urgent, important, urgent, non-important, non-urgent, important, non-urgent, non-important. And then of course you want to reevaluate all goals. How well is your new year's resolution going? Did you fall off track 
Does it need some adjustments? Maybe you need to replace your New Year's resolution with springtime goals. We always hype up New Year's resolutions since it's the start of a new year, but I personally find it more challenging to do so in the winter. Spring is the time when things are birthed, they come to life, and naturally seem to be times when we would pursue things like resolution, right? So very, very good article again from cityinnovations.com, and the name of the article is Five Easy Steps to Accomplish Your Spring Goal. So take a look at it and see if it helps you to be more consistent, helps you to uh, work on those goals that you have set for yourself. And of course, I always like hearing from you in terms of the impact of the program, in terms of how you are doing with those personal goals that you have set out for yourself. So remember, you can always reach me at pushpast10 at gmail.com, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0 at gmail.com. And speaking of Push Past 10, of course, a lot going on. You know, we are very fortunate. We constantly have people from Dominica and outside of Dominica reaching out to us to talk about how can we work together? How can we collaborate to help our people to provide guidance and direction for our people in Dominica? And so recently, uh, I had the CEO of Dominica National Conservation Trust Fund, quite a long name, Dominica National Conservation Trust Fund, uh, Ms. Talitha, and she reached out to me to invite me to be a part of their trust fund because what they're attempting to do, and they're funded by a bank in Germany, and what they're attempting to do is to create funding for NGOs, for farmers, for small businesses. So, so I am grateful for the opportunity to be a part of that trust fund. We will also be working very closely with East Dominica Children's Federation, again, East Dominica Children's Federation, as we continue the work of protecting our vulnerable children, our vulnerable women in Dominican society. So that is going to be a part of the Dominica Child Protection Society that we started back in June of 2022, when Lida Kanisha Etienne disappeared from Dominica, and it is unfortunate because she has not been found since June of 2022. So we created the Dominica Child Protection Society, and since then, we've had other um, organizations join us, including the Convent High School uh, PTA, and we are also looking to collaborate with this young man I just discovered with this program called be more. So his hashtag is be more, and it is a mentorship program for Dominican young children. So we have a quite a bit going on. We are grateful for the ability to have these platforms, this radio and social media platforms to be able to reach Dominicans and to reach people across the world as we journey on to a better Dominica. So I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for being here for another episode of Untapped Potential. Don't forget for more information about this program and everything that we do, you can jump on our website, pushpast10.com, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0.com for more information. So again, thank you for being here as we continue to get powered up and energized for the week ahead and we remind ourselves of those important life goals that we have set out for ourselves. So we will be back next week. We will be back right here on your radio for another episode of Untapped Potential. If you're a regular listener, we want to thank you for your loyalty. And if this is your first time joining us, we want to say welcome aboard and we hope that you will set your reminder to be with us every Tuesday at 5.30 Eastern Standard Time right here on TDN Radio for Untapped Potential, our power-up session 
as we journey along. So again, don't forget your life story is your strength. The uh, challenges you face in the future have prepared you for the challenges you face today. Remember to tap into your potential, stay strong, stay positive, stay engaged, and stay active until we meet again next week. At the same time, you have yourself a productive week. Take care.